All right, we are go. Coffee regular on the patio. On the patio, back, it's warm out again. Oh. Full circle. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Today's uh, Friday. It's probably like, what, 60, 70 degrees? Yeah, probably in the 70s already. 70s, yeah. We're in the shady spot on the patio, so we're yeah, feeling good. Observing oh. this dog flop around and rub himself. Loves it. Oh. Enjoying the sun. There? Oh, yeah. My quiet neighbor dog. Yeah. I like him. Yeah, he seems chill. Yeah, he's cool. Oh. Yeah, it's a nice ass day. We got some snow angel. Yeah, coming to the end of the snow angel. Snow angel's so good. Oh. Like, that's literally probably my favorite of their coffees. I haven't had, there's the other one, the mm. Jamaican one. Oh, yeah. One? I haven't had that one. I haven't had that one. They have a, um, uh, like, I think it's a like coconut cream. Yeah. That is yeah. Uh, very snow angel ish. Yeah. But um, no, Snow Angel is definitely still my favorite. Um, but yeah, last week we had on Mr. Sean, Basic Friends Volume 2. That was fun. Yeah, I'm going to apologize ahead of time for my editing of that one. I didn't write down all the names and stuff because I was too into listening to the story. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's so many names. Like, so many just, uh, well, like, not, just people that were necessarily unknown at the time. Like, uh, not everyone knows who like Art Davey is or you know someone like mm -hmm. that like he's a matchmaker for the UFC early on like or um, the judo coach at OTC yeah like um, well, these are the, the martial arts folk that we are kind of talking about like these are the, the best kept secret kind of people you know no. oh, is it not quite hot enough no? I apologize I had it sounds okay. it's I, uh, I heated it up too much and then I tried to cool it down yeah it's all good and hit be alright um but yeah, like, uh, like his coach, John Saylor, and, and um, just sort of the, he's talking about fighting Horry and Gracie, you know, a Gracie challenge, and they, they, they didn't tap each other, you know? Mm -hmm. that's, that's awesome. Massive. I love those are stories you don't hear from exactly. Gracie's, you know? Exactly. The, the stalemates story. don't, <laughs> yeah. don't have there. The yeah. ones that they didn't win, that they didn't put on their DVDs. Mm -hmm. um, the ones that were like, okay, this guy knows his shit. That's why there weren't too many judoka in the original UFCs. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because uh, they knew it was cracking too. Yeah. <laughs> like, we ain't on your stuff. Yeah. We know your stuff. Like, this is ours. Yeah. Like, videos of people doing, like, De La Hiva in the 50s and stuff in judo tournaments. I love it's that like, that keeps popping up. I know. Because like, you, you introduced me to, like, that, pretty much that basic internet video once. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then every once in a while, someone rediscovers it, it pops up on my Facebook, and I just have to smile and watch it again. Yeah. Because, <laughs> one, it's reaffirming. Like, you're like, oh, yeah, like, recycles and... Mm -hmm. um, just like though everyone it seems like now like with jujitsu in particular everyone's like looking for the next best move to put a DVD series out about you know it's like dude nah like, everyone's done everything right? <laughs> like, in yeah. some combination or something like yeah. it's great if you can monetize it and make it a business thing for you like like Tom DeBlast like he did wonderful stuff you know he's done he's putting out some good stuff yeah, right now yeah like he's done wonderful stuff um, and like that made him like financially stable as like a jiu-jitsu coach and you know as like a person stuff so, like i can hit on it man yeah, you know, yeah he was one of great. the he was the originators of kind of a good video yeah like he took yeah. time but look back to roy dean like his videos in terms of good content was like the original yeah but i mean he was also but we know his background yeah his, gotta read that book becoming the black belt yep of how he knows how to video edit yeah it's actually a fairly like, his the way he found it is like pretty obscure i thought like mm -hmm. But very cool how he utilized it. Yeah, he utilized kind of all his resources. It was very, like, the Ninja Turtle of him. Well, yeah, it just comes yeah. back to, like... Be aware of your environment. He made his tools work for him, and then other ones he, like, outsourced or, like... You know, yeah, he and then he outsourced when yeah. he needed to. Or learn it, yeah. yeah. You know, hey, exactly. speaking of which, season two of Coachella is out. 
um, Rodin's thing. Yeah. Yeah, go on his YouTube. Um, and I think season one's up on Amazon or something. Okay. Yeah, it's weird, but it's on YouTube. Check it out. Oh, right. yeah. Perks of being outside. What is that? So is that like his... What, what is he doing with that? I don't even know. It's just like his friends rolling at his school or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's neat. Like, it's very experimental Roy Dean kind of stuff. Sure. But you know, but, um, like... I like watching stuff like that. Yeah. Just peeking into people's lives kind of thing. Well, if you look at it, like... He was sort of one of the first ones to do cutting-edge video stuff and, like, take time with videos and, like, put them out. He's probably someone to pay attention to for like the next thing or next bit, you know. Like he's paying attention to like, oh, like what's not happening or what's what yeah. is happening, you know, doing something uh, different, or you know. Yeah, but, I like I just I like the way he explains stuff because mm-hmm. he's real, but still a little bit mystical. Like yeah, mystical and not a bullshitty way. Yeah, you know, yeah. Like, oh, he's full he, of shit. But he like it's he's a storyteller. Mm-hmm. He doesn't take the he doesn't take the. Almost, I don't want to say imagination, but yeah, I guess kind of doesn't take the imagination out of it. The lore and the yeah, something the thing you're fascinated about that isn't quite real. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of uses that and grounds it in reality. So it makes it real a which, little bit. Yeah, it makes it real a bit, which I enjoy. That's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of stuff and like way martial arts has like been shaping up, but particularly in the last like ten years with like jujitsu and stuff and like. It just like gears you back towards like, like, uh, like look for instance like the kids in the '90s now have money, so they're like buying like full Green Ranger, Power Ranger suits and like stuff. So like they're putting money into their childhood yeah. ideas, you know, and like recreating that. Dude, Jason David Frank, I fa- I fanned him on Facebook <clears throat> like when he first got on, and I just thought it was cool that he owned it. Yeah. That he was going to all these comic cons and doing all this stuff, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm the Green Ranger, and yeah. it's awesome." He's living it. And but to see what he has turned that into has been just—it just brings me so much joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. it's so cool, and he's like getting so much respect from people now. It's really funny. Yeah. But well, like, I mean, he's shit. He almost what didn't he like form his own martial arts like system? For yeah, a while? he did. Yeah, he had it with his brother. Yeah. And um. And I mean, he he fought MMA. Mm-hmm. He's a big dude. Mm-hmm. He's like two twenty or something. He's a big ass guy. You saw him when he was fighting MMA. Yeah, you're like, damn. He's uh, like, out. I mean, and he, he can move. Good. Yeah, he can. He's really good. He can like. He's not just like a taekwondo beefy. guy. Yeah, yet, like karate guy or anything. He's generally well. He's got very. He's very well rounded. He's real open minded about stuff. Yeah. He oh. challenged uh, CM Punk. Yeah, see that's some shit out of us. <laughs> I would like put then. Yeah, why can't why can't Tommy like, be why in can't the UFC? Do, like for the just for the hell of it, just do like a character thing and just make it, you know, like Green Ranger versus yeah. wrestling persona. Like. Do it, man. That'd be fun. <laughs> even like, I don't know, instead of having like older fighters, you know, like go into other Legends League. Yeah, almost, and like put fucking big boxing gloves or big bigger gloves on them so they don't take as much. You know, and just kind of let Randy come in and handle it. Yeah, yeah, and just kind of and like let it turn into a little bit more I mean, like a pro wrestling, but still fighting and they're doing it. But Bellator's like, going that way. Yeah, I mean, Machida's about to take over Bellator. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, I think he's gonna uh, be a champ, champ, champ. You think so? Um, I think he can take Musashi again. That would, I think it's an interesting <clears throat> match. That's he's going toward that. He is he laughed at Bader. 
He's like, oh, I'll fight him. Sure, he's both yeah. champs. And I, I think he could go up to, like, he'd be a tiny heavyweight because yeah. he, he doesn't walk around very big anymore. He but walks around to a five, but he'd be a decent in, heavyweight. In Bellator, I think he can move. Because, like, who was, who were the heavyweights in freaking Bellator? Like, uh, I mean, face? Frank Mears there, Mitrione. Mitrione can freaking move. Yeah, he can. But uh, um, and then um, uh, Roy, Rob, Rob Roy, Nelson. Roy Nelson. Um, I mean, so those are bigger people, but. I think Machida's like big and strong enough and maneuvers well enough that he yeah, can footwork's on point enough that he can those people. Yeah, he like, can do it. Stay out of half guard, Machida. Well, even yeah, yeah. Like his grappling <laughs> is good enough to like withstand that. I think like not in half guard. Not Maybe half now. Guard. <laughs> Have you ever seen any of his ground losses? On top half guard. That's how he loses. Not at the top of my head, but oh, I just you don't memorize him like I do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's his big weakness, man. Mm-hmm. If he could get by that, he'd be uh. Yeah, it'd be okay. Let's hope so, Machida. Oh, I, I love mean, the Machida. He has a fucking black belt in jiu-jitsu. He should deal with it. <laughs> yeah, man. But I met him at Worlds. Oh, he's so jealous. He's very big. Like he's like you said. Like he's pretty big. Like I, one, I didn't think he was as big as he was. So like once I saw him, I was like God damn, like yeah. you're tall. Like you take a lot he's of space. He's like my right? height at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At least, and then two hundred, two ten, yeah, two ten. Like, Me at two, yeah. And then I meant I saw Shogun. I've seen Shogun at Nam, and he's, he's smaller too. than you think. Though. But he's also like thicker. Than he's I super thought. thick, but he's short. Yeah, because then you look at him yeah. when he's fighting. He's not like cut up or anything. Yeah, uh, but, but he's, he's, he's got wide shoulders. He's got yeah. a big back. His legs are just like stupid. Yeah, yeah. and he's uh, he's almost nerdy to a point of shyness. Oh really? Yeah, it was really funny because I didn't bug him. Yeah, because I saw him. He's trying to get lunch. Yeah. I mean, you're going through a translator talking to a person who's. First language is Japanese, and you're trying, <laughs> trying to, to go through. This poor man just recognized sushi, and it's the only thing he recognized. So you're like, let him get some lunch. Yeah. You know? But um, then I see him standing around, just watching fight, watching grappling stuff, and he's always in his bubble coat. <laughs> and, it cold? Uh, yeah, cause it's March. You know, it's at the Arnold. Oh yeah, so he's and, chilly. Um, he's chilly. He's so uh, he was chilly, and like I just I just smile at him. He smile back because we like this is years in a row we'd see each other. Yeah, yeah. And so it got to the point, like with you, like like I am with Uriah Faber. Faber recognizes me. Yeah. And we're like, that guy. Hey, what's up, man? Yeah. yeah. Like so, he was one of those guys. And I'm like, I can't tell him that I rooted against him. Uh, <laughs> he might kill me. <laughs> Which, like, judging by his personality, though, he'd probably think it was funny. Yeah. He's come out of retirement too. Rumor. <sighs> Tack his knees back on. He's uh, fighting. Um, Is he fighting? I forget. Is he in the UFC? Nope. Bellator, I think. Shogun? No, no, uh, Uriah. Favre. Oh, no, Faber's UFC. He's fighting is he still the UFC? UFC. No, UFC Sacramento. Okay. Yeah, he's fighting in UFC Sacramento. And who is he fighting? I can't remember. I, I, yeah, I was thinking about that. I was surprised. It was surprising that he took that fight because it's a younger guy that's kind of yes. on a tear. Yeah. And I can't think of his name because he's newer, but he's on a really good run right now. I only saw the headline. And I was like, huh? <laughs> now, I follow Faber on Facebook, so he's been. It was funny, before that, he suddenly reappeared. He hadn't really been posting much on Facebook or anything. And all of a sudden, he starts posting videos and talking about, like, all the old clothing lines. And I'm like, they were about to come back. <laughs> and then he had a baby, and I thought, oh, it's because of the baby. I went, no, he's coming back because he had a baby. Yeah. Like, he need that He need that baby money. He need that cheddar. <laughs> Putting away a little nest egg. <laughs> but, yeah, his child with the most perfect hair. Kid was well, born with perfect hair. You can tell it's a favorite. It is. Fun, she's, yeah, yeah it she's is a favorite for sure. 
his hairs. But I'm I'm excited, man. I like your eye favor. I know you've had your issues with him in the past, but I've always loved. He had a phase where yeah, I didn't like him. I liked him originally, like mm. when he was fighting in WEC and all that. Like, oh yeah, and WC could have moved into my house. Yeah, uh, he was like a family member. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like that, and then I forget like what phase it was. I was like, God, you're kind of probably the Hen and Morales beating me up phase. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, you know, I like he went on his hair for a while. Barrow was on pretty good. Freaking Barrow, and then he gets beat once and uh, just yeah. disappears. Yeah, that like, seems to be the case with a couple of dudes like that, like him. And I didn't uh, realize he was that fragile. Yeah, like you lose once and you're off. Fucking I mean, face yeah, Dylan Shaw whooped your ass, but it's MMA. Everyone's gonna get their ass yeah, whooped. You're gonna get beat. You're sometime. gonna get beat down by somebody. It's that's the life, man. But <laughs> uh, yeah, and then we all found out that uh, Dylan Shaw's on the EPOs. He got that super endurance. Yeah. Oh well. What you get for going to flyweight? <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I don't know. I I wasn't like super into the UFC like for a while. Like the UFC hasn't gotten my attention in a minute. Like, so I'm hoping that they're gonna start making like good matchups like that. Good like, matchups are starting to come back, but my all my favorite dudes are retiring. Yeah, or they're fighting to the point where they're getting killed. Or they like, just like, they should have retired. Dying, yeah. Yeah, and you're like, no, like, God, stop! Please. I can't watch it anymore. Uh, yeah. I do enjoy. They're transitioning into even like bad MMA fighters are transitioning into the bare knuckle thing, and they're doing well. Beck Rollins actually is going to Bellator. She's going back to Bellator. Yeah, yeah. she's going to Bellator. But and yeah, I love Artem it. Artem Labov, uh, Connor's dude, is doing Honor, well. Honor, didn't he fight Polly Molinaji? He's going to. Or is he going to? He, I can't remember if it already happened or it's going remember. to happen. But yeah, that was but a thing. I try not to pay too much attention to Polly, but uh, no, he's a bitch. Yeah. Um. But even, like, uh, Chris Lieben, like, I've talked about him being in that before. Like, that suits him perfectly. Hell yeah, like, <laughs> that's right up his that's alley. right up his fucking... Even his now, yeah. Dude. He does well with it, too. Yeah, he's good, man. Lieben's old school. Hmm. Yeah, Lieben's old school. He's in there. Um, like, Beck Rawlings was, like, the first MMA person, I think, to kind of really kick in with it. And, like, he really, really lean into well. it. Yeah, really lean and into she, it, man. Like, Beck Rawlings is gritty, man. That fits for it. For sure. And um, Joey Beltran... He's had a few fights in it. Yeah. Uh, There's that other guy. I forget. It's, I forget his name. I haven't seen it, so I don't. I can't remember everybody. Yeah. So like between, I think that's cool, and like I still think the karate combat's cool. Karate combat gets to get their shit together, man. Yeah, exactly. Because that say, can like, be really cool. It's so cool, but they're presenting it really well. Yeah. And it has a varied enough rule set because it like allows some sweeps. Yeah. And it's, it's all like, all the punches and kicks that you want. So Taekwondo people can be interested, karate people can be interested, boxers can be interested in it. Grappling stuff. You know, like grappling, it has enough throws. A casual fight fan can look yeah, at it. Yeah, a casual fight up. fan can see it. It's accessible for your casual fight fan because it's striking. Mm-hmm. But the the presentation of it's very cool. Yeah. I like the live stats. I like the entrances. I like the ring even. The, the ring, ring is, is cool. Dope. The pit little thing, like that's, that's nice. Tight. They turn that into um, a circle mm-hmm. rather than yeah. a square. It's perfect because mm-hmm. you can hide in the corners. There's a pit, yeah. Yeah, make it like like big like big you know BKB boxing. Mm-hmm. They, that that pit. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think would be would suit it well. Mm. But that would be uh, that. I want to fight in that shit. Yeah, like between. I'd have to lie like crazy. <laughs> I don't have a fake eye. I've never had surgery. I'm fine. <laughs> okay, all right, fuck it, go. Uh, <laughs> I had a dream that um. We're planning a family vacation in 2021 to Japan. Nice. We're going to be there for like three weeks. My wife's putting this all together. And my only requests were like, 
I'm climbing Mount Fuji. I need to do judo. Yeah. And we're going to all these places that have Kosen judo, so I need to get to know some people so I can get in. Yeah. And I'm going to the Kodokan and I'm climbing Mount Fuji. But I had a dream that I got in on some tournaments. That I did like right. I, that I did karate combat <laughs> and won, and then I got invited to a Kosen judo tournament and won. So and I'm like, I dreamt it, it must happen. <laughs> that is something I'd like to do is compete abroad like a little bit. Like even if it were Mm. I've never competed abroad. I've been in fights abroad. <laughs> I fought abroad. I that was fun, yet. but not official. Yeah. Like, ah. I would like to compete like Europeans or something like that. Like that's one of the something things, that we should have done years ago. Me and my one coach would talk about is we were gonna do like an open tour. We're gonna save our money and go over to Europe and do a bunch of different countries opens. Yeah, that'd be sweet. Because if you stay in youth hostels, like just paying your 150 bucks or whatever to get into the open isn't that much. Just bring your gear. And we never did it, and I, I do, I, I, don't, I don't say I regret it, but I kind of wish we would have. Yeah, yeah, taken a list. Taken a, a, you know, taken some few months off, just done it. Yeah, that'd uh, be cool. Because, like, I, I can't do it now, and right. Taekwondo sucks now. Yeah. And I don't hate the players, hate the game. I don't dislike anyone in it, your rule set sucks. The game sucks. Yeah, <laughs> the game no good. <laughs> that's, yeah, I mean, excuses, excuses, but, like, that's how I feel a lot of times with, like, certain rule sets, you know, <laughs> if, oh, and whatnot. Rules to good behavior, man. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's just, what I was talking about. So, be into what you're into, but, you know, sometimes yeah. you just gotta do what you gotta do. Well, like, just, like, reverting back, because, like, like, I'll teach self-defense on occasion, too. It's, like, rules dictate behavior. There are no rules with this. Like, there's, this is where this removes that. Like, people do this in boxing or in here because it's sport-related. Yeah, and if they're trained sport-related, there's where your autopilots go. Yeah. And, yeah, that's a nice conversation to have. And it's a nice, I don't know, I find you get like 80s karate guy a little too much. Think so? Because it gets, because it can get hypothetical. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes too much because you really can't go off on each other. Yeah. And so sometimes people think they're tougher than they are or that they can pull off stuff that they can't. And so I, when I go into self-defense, like I'll keep it very, very basic. That's what works and stuff. But that's what works. <laughs> but, like, I can't go beyond that. Because yeah. everyone always wants to, but what if you do this? Like, oh, my God, I was poking the fucking eye. Yeah, exactly. Come on. Uh. Like, well, if I have your head like this <laughs> and you're trying to stab me, I'm yeah. going to rip your fucking jaw in half. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm literally going to shove my fingers up your nose and just pull. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the rules on. that I've trained under did not allow that. These are these are not those mm. rule sets. I will. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, I used to do, um, every once in a while I would, uh, do some door work in Athens occasionally. Yeah, yeah. And so I would always think about, like, cool ways to escort people out of a bar. <laughs> and sometimes I would put that in class. And someone would always come back to me on it. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, go have five beers, forget everything that you know, <laughs> and now try to beat me up. And I'm going to politely escort you out with a slightly painful arm lock. Yeah. Ah, see what I'm saying? That's what this is geared toward. <laughs> yeah, don't know what you know. Be drunk and pissy <laughs> yeah but I don't want to hurt you yeah. too bad so yeah like self-defense and legality stuff is like, oh. so nuts like that's as bad as unified rules yeah pretty much <laughs> what well, state like, are we in oh god especially Ohio like Ohio is particularly rough like I'm not particularly sure why but um we have some antiquated gun laws self-defense laws fighting laws like well, or just some that are missing like a general problem with the united states laws in yeah. general uh, sorry i said general twice sorry <laughs> um but we don't progress quickly right we're very we get stuck like even like look at the educational system mm -hmm. 
We could be the greatest very quickly and very easily, but people hold on to the old stuff. And so if you look at self-defense laws, especially, same thing. it's the same deal. Like, there's a minor little tweaks you can make, and you're fine. And a lot of those are mental tweaks. Very much. <laughs> like, and it's dumb that people that don't understand it cling on to something else, and they don't really know what they're talking about. Yeah, like... And you're like, come on. Like, that just kind of, like, admit that you don't know everything and learn something else that might help and save someone else, you know? Like, that's uh, where I have issues with it. It's like, uh, you're closed off teaching someone this thing that might not work for them, and you're closing out something that might work for them, then it comes down to them to ha- actually have to use it. You just you just screwed them. your fucking you just, job. You had one job and you, you fucked just, up. You got someone killed. <laughs> yeah. Very much. Yeah. I mean, it's how can you be closed-minded with anything? Like, mm-hmm. I come from a sport background. I get it. If you're in a sport, realize you're in a sport. I think that comes with being an athlete. Like, this is a sport. This is this. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. we've talked about our competitive issues and like. Yeah. Mixing identity with it, but like, yeah, I mean, identity. you're also like at the same time like uh, I am this, this is me, this is not me, and blah blah blah. Like. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was I don't know lucky enough to like to fight, and mm-hmm. so I would just fight anybody, mm-hmm. and so it would it was a way of checking myself. Of I would find my habits, and then someone would break that habit, and if my first thought first thought was oh you can't do that, I'd be like ah there's my hole. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it yeah. was nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was nice to kind of keep me open because I started actually just fighting. Mm-hmm. And then I went into a sport. And then I, as in, deep in the sport, I had people that reminded me of, you still need to be a martial artist. You still need to be able to handle shit. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Works out. That's, yeah. Where I think a lot of when people start training or something, you know, whether it's sport, self-defense, whatever, like mm. they have this I don't know, it's like an identity thing or whatever, but they're like, I'm a like, fighter, or like a, like the fighter. I'm a fighter, but identity, okay, what kind like, of fighter? Yeah, and no. then like, can, can you break that style, or like, can, do you know other things? Like, Yeah, like, outside you, of these walls, are you... Can you talk you, about the things you're doing? Like, you're just going to yeah. do them, like... I don't fight in public. Yeah, it's like, really? right, and you're full okay. of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 that's, that, that, it's so funny, this day and age, that mindset still prevails. Yeah. With some places. Yeah. Like, that's why, one of the reasons why I won't do Taekwondo anywhere, aside from um, possible physical limitations. Right. Of, um, like, I just can't handle that shit, man. I can't do, I never did the formality well. Mm-hmm. I was always a little. Well, now. A little off for people. Now you're older and set in your ways and oh, that not, shit just wouldn't fly. I'm <laughs> not even set in my ways. I'm still <laughs> me. Yeah, yeah, I still don't take people. I still don't drink the Kool Aid. So the, yeah, that you know, and you, you recognize that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, too, is now technically I outrank, I outrank fucking everybody. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like if you if you're looking at timing and things done, like I got respect now, but yeah. people won't give it to me just because they know. Because I'm still not gonna like I'm not gonna make people call me sir about me and shit. Yeah. You know, I'll time my belt right. That's kind of a pet peeve of mine, but um, <laughs> but it's you know it, that's a funny position to be in. I don't want to go into that world. I like being my yeah. white belt, man. White belt <laughs> the white belt life is good. <laughs> I used to like just a mental thing. Like I remember like <clears throat> coming up, I guess like mm-hmm. white through brown belt or whatever, mm-hmm. and like I cared a lot about my. You care a lot about the rank? Well, yeah. like my belt, like not necessarily 
but yes, obviously the rank, but then like how my belt was tied or like how my belt was presented, uh-huh. right? So uh, the disassociation from that was a stepping point. Now I don't even think about what my belt's doing. Like, a, like most of the time I roll no gi or something, so like if there is no belt, like yeah, uh, that was a, just a realization. Like looking back at how much I did care about my rank, because like even my physical touching of the belt and physical list that whatever was feeding into that i got you now, so I, like yeah it's like a weird feedback loop with it like i still have that feedback loop to a point yeah. i'm very particular about how i treat my uniforms yeah. I'm, I, my belt does not touch the ground i don't throw it on the floor and shit yeah i tie it a certain way um like out of respect mm-hmm. i'm very particular in that way but i could give a shit what rank i am right like, I wash my uniforms properly, I hang them up properly, I fold them, like, all that stuff. I like that ritual, yeah, though. Like, that's, that's, I mean, the way I make coffee is a very particular yeah. thing. I'm into that. Ritualized. I like to ritualize it. I like that almost tradition aspect of it. I, yeah. It gives me, it grounds me in a certain way. It gives me a history. You know, and, because um, I don't have a lot of family history. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of, I made it a point to build my own lore. Yeah. And so that sort of yeah. feeds into that, like, emotionally for me. But, um, yeah, like, I don't give a shit about rank and respect and standing in line in a certain way and people bowing to you and calling you this or that or any of that shit. That, I think, comes, like, because you know you know you have the knowledge. Some people Yeah, there, it comes with so. insecurity, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, insecurity and people that don't... What am I thinking? That don't like to fail in front of people yeah they forgot yeah. that they had to learn this shit yeah that you, you, s- you sucked for a long time guess what you'll occasionally still suck at something yeah. if you're doing it right you're finding new ways to suck so you can get something better something pop off and yeah you feel stupid but yeah like and you should be okay with that <laughs> that's happened to me a ton like even just like within teaching like I'll fuck something up you know I'll totally fuck up a maneuver or you know whatever mm-hmm. it won't go how I need it to go and it's like alright well I'm gonna try that again yeah oops. because <laughs> that also sets an example of like I fucked it up I'm gonna try it again not yeah. I fucked it up I suck I'm gonna go and be done like yeah. you know not, like, not, it also I like also like to reiterate the fact that you're gonna miss most of the things you try yeah like if you're in a competition as much as 90% of the things you go for are going to fail. Right. Like, really. If you did all of the things all of the time, you'd be the world's best. You would win in seconds, (laughs) and you would be be famous. You'd be amazing. Right? Then, you know, you'd be that guy. Like, okay, try to be that guy. But even that guy misses every once in a while. Not going to be the case. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, if you ever watch a, um, a, a full judo match... I tend to I tend to only watch the highlights lately. When they throw. <laughs> well, because they actually IJF does a really great highlight show after all the um, the Grand Prix stuff and the mm-hmm. circuit stuff. So I look forward to those. Yeah. They're really awesome. But then I'll go back and watch the other things too, and just watch a full match. And it's five oh. minutes of uh, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, gah, uh, yeah. Like got the grip. Don't got the grip. Get the sleeve. Don't have the sleeve. Ah mm-hmm. oh, shit. Yeah. And like if you're into that, you gotta like that's the part you gotta know. Yeah. 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 So, it reminds me. Like, I remember one of like a wrestling coach or whatever, like talking. His background was like Greco. Mm-hmm. He was talking about. It. He's like, you see these big throws happen because uh, someone panicked after five minutes of hand fighting, or they panicked after this. That they yeah. made a mistake somewhere, yeah. and that was the throw. They blinked at the wrong time. Exactly. And someone and got it. The, the person who stayed focused got it. Yeah. You know, and like, yeah. yes, it's highlight reel. Well, you know, whatever. But 
that came with 10 minutes it's of work prior, just, like getting yeah. that person worn down. So that's in the, the right hard spot. part, man. Is, well, that's what people don't respect because it's not spectator friendly necessarily always. Like. Well, yeah, that, that's the thing that I think in general, if you're going outside of ball sports, in um, ball sports, it's easy to see people running around. Yeah. But it's also easy to separate yourself from the pain of it. Yeah. Because, like, football is painful. Oh, fuck, yeah. You know, baseball, I'm sorry, I just don't respect baseball, but, um, (laughs) you know, and it's easier for people, but if you go into a a combat sport, like, people don't understand, like, especially in a tournament format, if you just fought five, six times today to get to the finals, you've had people hanging on you and beating, kicking you in the face and shit, like, like, (laughs) you're like, you're very aware of tomorrow's going to suck. Mm -hmm. You know, you're trying to keep that out of your head. Yeah. Like, I want to feel good enough to get through dinner. I need a medal. I need food. Possibly a shower. Then pain can kick in. Yeah. Like, get that, keep that like, adrenaline going. Yeah, yeah, I want to keep... And that, like, that's kind of, like, not on your mind, but on your mind. Yeah, it's in the back. Like, it's, what's that motherfucker? Yeah, like, this shit's going to hurt soon. Like, yeah. like my, my heel's all jacked up right now. And I was doing jujitsu last night, and I was going to stay and roll. And I really wanted to. And I stand there looking at everybody. I'm like, I feel great right now. Would you afterward? In an hour, this shit's gonna start hurting again. Yeah. And ah, uh, that I sh- I really shouldn't. That was <laughs> uh, that was a personal battle. That was a, a super personal time. battle. Like like for I used to just ignore it. Like yeah. fuck it, I'm hurt anyway. Yeah, exactly. Just yeah. Like, fuck it, rolling, doing it. I'm like, I got Harry Potter World next week. Damn it, I gotta walk. Yeah, to I got a lot of things to do. I can take this up and be okay. Yeah. I gotta put more tape on this. Yeah, we gotta heat it. Yeah, like there, it's kind of funny. Like you would say, not do an activity to feel good for martial arts. Yeah. Right. But so do martial could, arts to feel, yes. feel bad for all your other for activities. All, else. <laughs> yes. No, it's just a funny trade-off. It is a trade-off that I never thought about until everything started falling off. And you're like, God damn. And right. even now, it's difficult. Uh huh. Just be like, I know I could take it. I know I'll be fine-ish eventually. Yeah. It's like, what level yeah. of fine and when? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, man, you know, I haven't had to... My tape's getting old. I have, like, to put extra stickum on it. And that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't used it in a while. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... That's cool. Be that guy, man. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's very funny. Yeah, I mean, especially grappling, like, you don't have like impact injuries like you do with striking I find like, it easier to work around injuries in yeah. grappling you have, especially yeah, you in you jiu-jitsu turn them, turn them into something like, you can turn it into something you can be like oh I can't do that so now I have to go this way yeah. which throws everybody off yeah. and it gives me all these new injuries mm-hmm. you know I think jiu-jitsu is the best sport for injury uh, function like around yeah. injuries I think outside of um, my neck injury was the only one I couldn't train around and that was it. Otherwise, I recommend on that one. No, <laughs> just let your neck be. Yeah, let the I had to let the neck be for a while. But every other injury I've had during, I've been able to do jujitsu in some way. Yeah, and been fine. Exactly. <laughs> oh, like that's what I, I tell people, like who are coming into it. I'm like, the, the, a lot of the main difference in like, uh, like training and just philosophically between like grappling and striking is like, what type of like training you can get away with for a suspend or you know a long period of time a sustained yeah. period of time so like yeah. grappling you can roll 100% for a long period of time 
probably rack up some nagging injuries, but like you go hard and, and sparring or striking for a long time, you're gonna be racking up. You're hurt. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in one like, round, you might get something broken. Broke. Yeah. Like yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. Like first impact could be something. Yeah. Totally and then it goes fucked. a rib, and you're like, ah, oh well. Like, all right, well, got ten more rounds. Sweet. Like, well, <laughs> that's a good day. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, it's just an interesting paradox with people in martial arts, and then just seeing people shift into that, like seeing people who are like new to grappling or new to martial arts like they're like oh i'm gonna push through this and like say fuck that like it's like wait no dial back this yeah. is my mistake i've made this mistake go home like, <laughs> yeah well that's a funny thing too is i think from a societal standpoint you don't get opportunity to be badass sure and so like i know martial arts was very much that my opportunity to do that yeah, and like check with yourself. You're like, yeah, I can handle that. Like, like see what you can really handle. Yep. Like there are aspects of my life and my childhood that I think were definitely a, a check on that. Sure. And that was normal. I didn't know it was. Mm-hmm. So like doing Taekwondo, especially in the time that I did it, the style versus style era, the everyone fights hard every day era, you know, that was a fun thing to do, mm-hmm. to know that I can do that kind of shit every day for years and... Keep and keep going <laughs> is I mean very uh, very empowering in a way yep. and it's just you know I, I think more and more the 21st century has really of uh, as sort of your last hope mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff so it's a balance of you can't explain that to somebody yeah but you can you help them through that without them getting too much worse yeah you yeah. know can you give them their moment to be Rambo you know, there's, there's definitely and, a, and hype it up enough them. in their head for them that it becomes this linchpin. Yet, it's not gonna permanently damage them. Yeah, <laughs> like that's that's a weird. I don't. I'm, I'm working on that one. Yeah, like some people like they like totally just like mush their fingers or like they'll get mm-hmm. fucking armbarred and like you know my pop once, two, three times, like, yeah. there's a margin there, there's like, mar- yeah, yeah. like, I always, I'm like, oh, three pops, are, <laughs> three props are less, you're fine, like, <laughs> like you're good, like, <laughs> no snaps, one snap, yeah. bad, three pops, good, yeah, <coughs> but, like, just showing people they're not made of glass, yeah, getting people started that way, it's kind of, having the opportunity to do that, I yeah. think is neat, because you gotta be, it gives you some grit, mm-hmm. it gives you some toughness, it's a path to grit, yeah, but uh, physical grit, I think is better than mental grit because yeah, mental grit at least for me was always through tragedy and hardship sure. like fucked up shit yeah the way that you obtain that yeah I don't like that's I don't want people to go through that so can you do that in sort of a controlled atmosphere of martial arts yeah yeah. where you can get some physical grit but you can also just get someone really fucking tired mm-hmm. like I'm exhausted. I can't. I can't lift my arms. Well, you can still talk. So go. Yeah. Yeah. If you can it's complain, like, you're not tired. Go. Yeah. <laughs> the healthiest way to like uh, explore your boundaries. Like you know what I mean. Like, so, like people do it with like fucking drugs, alcohol, and they just explore and push until they fucking die or whatever. Like, yeah, but you it's know, it's a good pushing, way to push yeah. those boundaries and you know be a be okay. Yeah. At the end, really. just be like really sore for a week. Yeah. <laughs> you're just yeah really like pain. okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. It's better than anything else, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that's a, that's a fun place for that conversation to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so yeah, I, I don't know. It's like, I remember training, striking. Like, it was always just fucking kill. Just like, go, man. Kill mode. 
Yeah. Then I started learning about like flow rolling and like kind of getting into that, those types of patterns. And, like, mm-hmm. and being a, getting your ego to be okay with it. Yeah. You know. I get mashed around for that. Yeah, let the ego go a little bit. <clears throat> and I, um, I've really gotten a handle on that mostly. Mm-hmm. My ego gets tweaked a little bit here and there by certain people. I still find certain personality types just piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> or certain things that people do where I'm like, no. Yeah. No. Not handling that today. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But otherwise, yeah, having to transition into the flow roll state. It's a beautiful thing. Oh. Yeah, and it's like, it's almost like, is it okay to go like this? <laughs> Can I do that? Yeah. Am I still cool? Okay. Right, you're moving. You're cool. All right. Yeah. <laughs> we good. Yeah. What do you think of these slightly cooled off um, yeah. uh, coffee today? Good. Snow Angel. Snow Angel. Can't go wrong with Snow Angel, really. Uh-huh. Like, it's always style. good, man. Yeah. And had a lot of it this year. More than in past years. I definitely happy. went hard on it when you showed it to me. Yeah. As soon as like, I finished up, oh. I think the same day. Oh, nice. When we did the one, like the first time we did it, I was like, Gotta get this shit. <laughs> yeah. Now they can get it at Kroger, man. Yep. It's like it's, on the it's easy now. Local thing. Yeah. So Which also has other cool ass local products. Like I love that. And shit. There's oh, there's some pickles I get from that one. Yeah. They got I got some uh, sideburns, like grilled pickles. Yeah. Oh, those are good. And there was a particular hot dog sauce I was picking up on that local nice. thing. Mm. Only in Ohio do you get hot dog sauce. Other nice. parts of, other parts of the country it's just chili. Yeah. But in Ohio, we have sauce. That was an interesting transition when I moved to Ohio when I was 15. Someone gave me hot dog sauce. I mean, you know, like chili? Like, no. No, it's hot dog sauce. (laughs) Okay. And I tried it. I'm like, oh, that is a particular sauce. (laughs) Yeah. That was delicious. Yeah, Ohio's a weird place. I I saw like a picture like some candle company in Indiana or something like made an Ohio scented candle and it just <laughs> said it was an unscented candle and it said not much here not much to do on it that's <laughs> like, funny I guess a bunch of Ohio people got pissy about it but they're like well that's, that's funny as hell <laughs> that's that's western Ohio guys yeah it's just corn out there y'all don't know shit <laughs> come see bus <laughs> we got a little more huh? get past Dayton yeah yeah get seriously past Dayton. get past Dayton you'll be fine so keep driving all the tornadoes <laughs> Chewed it up. Fucking southeast Ohio got crushed by those tornadoes yeah. too, man. Dude, we got chewed up. All like, the hills, the tornadoes were just going up and down the hills. Yeah, that's nuts. That's scary. Like funnel clouds like everywhere. Like, tornadoes are doing things tornadoes aren't supposed to be able to do now. I was gonna say like hills and uh, differential like that shouldn't. I'm supposed to shut happen. them down. Yeah. Nope. Now they just now they just go over it. They evolved. <laughs> they just shrink and grow. They evolved. The storms have evolved. Yeah. Fuck. What was that? What was that Will Smith movie? Everything on this planet has evolved to kill human beings. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh, the preview of that movie was amazing. I've never seen it, though. But, uh, yeah. That's that's what happened. Yeah, pretty much. Even the weather's evolving. Yep. <laughs> to wipe us out. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Suck. Hopefully we fix that. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Ah, uh, you know. Mm. So, where else should we go today? Yeah, I'm trying to think. We got some time. Yeah, it's um, Friday. It's Friday. Going to Outer Banks tomorrow for a wedding. Nice, dude. That'll be fun. I've never been to Outer Banks. I've never been, man. Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm of the uh, 
the Florida chunk of Ohio vacationers. Yeah. Yes. Not the North Carolina, not the South Carolina, whatever, the Carolina chunk, which I should be the Carolina chunk. I got family there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't go, uh, I don't go on vacations enough in that respect. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, but there's supposed to be, like, ponies and stuff on the beach, wild horses. No, there is. Uh, like... Where is that? Someone specifically told me about that, a spot in the Outer Banks where the wild horses live. Yeah. It'll come to me, that beach. But, yeah, if you can get there, go get there, the dude. Ponies. Go see that. Because there's, there's ponies fucking everywhere. Like, Iceland has free ponies. Like, they're just around, like, That's on the, the black sand beach or whatever. There's just ponies walking around. I was like, watching this thing on um, on Nova, PBS, on, um, like, the evolution of horses. Mm-hmm. They had a bunch of PBS different shows were all kind of doing it. And so we, me and my, my daughter were watching a bunch of them. It was really cool. But, like, the, um, the, like, the oldest ancestor of the horse... These tiny little horse-looking things. There's one herd of them in Mongolia. Oh, shit. Yeah, most horses pretty much come from Mongolia. And there's, like, a horse people that cultivated them. That drank horse milk and ate horse meat. Straight up But the shit, But the key, the key was they drank horse milk. So, like, like, it's hard to milk a horse. Yeah. You gotta distract the horse and make them think that, like, their kid's drinking the milk. Yeah. Not the person. Because otherwise they'll, they'll close it off. And like, okay, so like, the fact that there's these people's drink, horse milk was the key. Yeah. They're like, oh, okay, then they definitely, they definitely domesticated these horses. And like, but um, it was cool, man. This like one little herd left that this woman bought up a bunch of land, and she, she like just watches them, hangs out with yeah. them, and yeah, it's really neat. Probably like her kids. Yeah, it was really cool. These are my Mongolian ponies. But yeah, <laughs> that's and, sweet. Yeah, and the rumor of my family being part Mongolian. And, uh, so I like some people. Yeah. There's, uh, there's a form of, like, Mongolian wrestling that's badass. Like, it is. Mongolia's um, badass Mongolian, in general. Yeah. Their wrestling I mean, teams, like, they're, that they send. The judo team's awesome. Yeah, all their grappling teams are tight. Like, mm-hmm. And, I mean, a landlocked country with no major body of water? That's just it. extreme weather. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. You know. It's just, it's Asian Russia. Over there. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's Asian Russia. Yeah, it is. It's right between China and Russia, and it's that's what it is. As well, just fucking yeah. do the weird training of both and just destroy people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. Do the weird Russian training. Do the weird Chinese training. Like, yeah, and then just like mix yeah, it and mash it. There's a reason we owned the known world for a yeah. moment there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like um, I was watching some of the wrestling, like the wrestling tournaments. They have like a leather jacket. Oh, or like shit. a jacket or upper body piece and a lower body piece basically so it's like right. even like more stripped down samba cover your bits yeah pretty Go. much like <laughs> that and then like you can use everything for leverage and gripping and stuff too but like main grappling goal pin throw like kind of you know same shit but like it's like punk sumo man yeah, yeah. well I mean I think like every martial art was created for warfare uh-huh. right so they came back to Whatever yeah. to train and this, that, whatever, and morph and whatever. So. so, how do you tone down the warfare and get yeah. the basics? Yeah. yeah. That's how it comes down to. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, um, that's why you lift up your back leg when you do a sidekick? What's that? Like, it's jump over a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's for, keeping yeah, people off horses. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're talking about, like, the, you know, and we've talked about this too, like, every you martial clear art. The is, horse. Yeah, every martial yeah. art is made for the time period, you know? Like, karate, like, Daka has those types of things, and type of, like, everything to yeah. kick people off fucking horses and, like, get high up and then kick a motherfucker. Like, yeah. Um, everyone's like, oh, it wouldn't work in this. And, like, well, 
Your your Superman punch wouldn't work against a fucking horsed warrior either. So fuck you. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, your Superman punches were a big thing in Taekwondo back in the eighties. Yeah. Eighties and early nineties. See, everything recycles. Like, yeah. Oh, they were they were a thing. Yeah. Yeah. But like you know, the, people the, who were the big bad motherfuckers today, like seventeenth century, wouldn't be the case. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know, man. Yeah. <laughs> Take away your uh, take away your modern trading methods and your yeah. supplements. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, do you even know how to eat natural foods that would make you feel good? Like, yeah. can you, you go survive? get that meat somewhere? Can you survive without those things? Like, yeah, it's interesting. I know you should see my leafy green bed. I can survive. It's a chart. Yeah, it's got a chard. Yeah, kale. Particularly impressed with that chard this year. Looks very vibrant. Yeah, the spinach is going off. The uh, arugula is the happiest arugula I've ever seen. Arugula, I love some arugula. Oh, it's good, man. And my, uh, the, the kale is going to jump. Yeah. I plant it small to begin with for a reason. Yeah. Because it's going to go boom. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to, like, yeah, it's going to bust out. That's what I say about my chest hair. I'm going to start small, but it's going to burst one day. I got a patch. I got a patch. It's good. I got that. That's about it. <laughs> Dude, don't want body hair. Don't want any of that stuff. It's going to burst. Yeah. I would tell you about that. Uh, my favorite beer drinking story from Canada. Uh, we were up at a tournament in Canada, and um, my coach orders a beer, and he's like, "Can I get a Mick Ultra?" And the waiter's like, "No." <laughs> he's like, "What?" He's like, "We don't serve that shit here. No lights, no ultras. You want a beer? You get a damn beer." And I went, "Can I get a Guinness on tap?" He goes, "Real man, you get a beer." Yes. <laughs> and I was like, "Look, my patch. Look, see, I'm man." It works. <laughs> Speaking of Guinness, I had a. Uh... Uh, have you ever had a snake bite? No, I've heard about Dude, it. They're so good. And I, I, had, I, for, good. I hadn't had one in a long time. I mm. had one recently. I was like, oh my gosh. So it's like a coffee tonic. Ooh. It's like alcoholic coffee tonic because it's the cider on bottom and then the Guinness on top. And it doesn't mix until you get to like the middle and it tastes very sweet. What kind still, of cider? Uh, like Strongbow or like um, um, Angry Orchard, like one of those lighter. Like, okay, so like an alcoholic cider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So like it, then it won't mix. So oh, okay. On top of each other, so like the Guinness. So, on top of that. so like like draught or stout, like do I get like an extra um, stout or just a no, just regular old Guinness. Yeah, just good old Guinness on top. Regular Guinness on top of like an Angry Orchard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's fucking. I had a couple of those last weekend. Like, oh, I'm gonna try that. Super good. Like, I like me my Guinness, man. Yeah, if you're in the mood for like coffee tonic with an edge, there you go. <laughs> you know, I saw on um, I just saw a menu for um, I was on Crimson Cups website. One time when I was linking stuff for the for the show, they had something with like coffee and ginger ale or something. I feel like I've heard of shit like that. And I'm like, I gotta see what they do, because coffee tonic opened my eyes to bubblies and coffee. Yeah, yeah. I'm well, like, like a ginger flavor would be interesting. Yeah, can I do that with the ginger? Like I've got this really tasty ginger ale that I get. I'm thinking about mixing it with some cold coffee. See what I can do figured out but yeah see yeah like think about like the sweetness and like the tanginess of ginger ale like mm-hmm. i would kind of do how, this, how this would similar. it mix so yeah, i'm gonna make some cold brew this weekend i'm gonna try it yeah that'd be tight yeah so we'll, we'll have to debut that on the show yeah. yeah like is this good or is this good yeah <laughs> see what happens right. unless you get like unless you totally fuck up the coffee it's hard to fuck up coffee it is well yeah put it in a percolator or a coffee maker Leave it there and sit yes. and burn. Yes. Yeah. I do love a percolator on occasion, though. Like if uh, I'm in a pinch, as long as it's like, not over percolated. Yeah. Like if it's just been recycled oh, for a long time and it's all nasty. Nah. Not you so gotta much. get one of the auto shut off ones. Yeah. My mom has one of those, and like that's, that's the that's better. The, 
think yeah. it's pretty good. Like, don't get me wrong. No French press, no pour over, no milk pot, no fucking yeah. our stuff, but yeah. if you're in a pinch. In a pinch, it. yeah. I was I in mean, a pinch this morning, and it did. <laughs> yeah. I'm down with it, you know. It fine. I'm always good for a double bubble, or, uh, you know, that's, that's a classic for me. And, uh, you know, good old two shots of espresso over ice at Starbucks is phenomenal. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> I haven't tried their um, nitro cold brew. Who's? Star doesn't Starbucks have a nitro out? No, I don't. Maybe I they I read do. about they did. They might. I know Crimson Cup does. Do they? It's awesome. Yeah. I it's go good, there. man. Because I fucking went to UDF of all places that had nitro cold brew on tap. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I went there the other day and has uh, this regular cold brew on tap and nitro on like At UDF? Tap. Yeah. And I've been oh there. Oh my God. I'm going to go on to UDF because that's yeah. the one coffee I can't make by myself. Uh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I was like, I usually wouldn't go to like a gas station or anything, but I'm like, it's fucking on tap. It's good to go. Like, if it's on tap, it's like, yeah. It, I'm, yeah. I think I posted about it in like one of the Instagram things. I was like, by the way, UDF has nitro. <laughs> well, damn. I need to check yeah. our Instagram more often. Um, um, but I went, I saw like the sign passing by one day and I was like, fuck, that's going to be a joke. And I saw it, and I was like, oh, shit, they got nitro. And I like, got UDF it. Called UDF today, man. Yeah, I went in and got it, and I was like, oh, shit. Like, this is some tight-ass on-the-go nitro. Like, <laughs> that is happening, yeah. man. I'll awesome. This. <clears throat> and, like, it doesn't taste bad. Like, it's not like you're, like, it's not like, oh, it's going to taste it, like it, gas it good, coffee. It's, is it a decent nitro coffee, yeah, though? Yeah, I thought it was good. Like, Okay. I enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm, I'll go get one fucking tomorrow, probably. Yeah, me like, too. And they have, like... Smaller ones, so if you're not trying to get like fucked up on caffeine, you're gonna oh, yeah, have like the 20 ounce. Yeah, the nitro is gonna fuck you up. Yeah, you can't get a 20 ounce of that. Yeah. Uh, uh, but maybe a 16 ounce. I'll go there. Put some hair on your ass. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Make your eyeballs pop out your head. But, yeah, that's something I do appreciate now, though, is like the availability of stuff like that. Like <laughs> the, the, the more interesting coffees have finally hit the general market. Yeah. And it's not you just know, a fucking cup of joe anymore. Like it's not just yeah, like your burn ass shitty cup of yeah. cup of coffee. It's finally like interesting stuff like nitros and cold brews and you know, variety. Variety, and you're not you're not like snobby for wanting yeah. that shit. Yeah, exactly. Like it's you're like, not okay, some sort like, of highfalutin person. Yeah, it's normalized like, to want. A yeah, goddamn like a regular person now thing. thinks that stuff is good. Right, right. Which is good for people like us who like good coffee. Yeah, that raises so the bar can, of like, now we say can, if we. Yeah. Go to someone's house and they offer us coffee. We don't have to be like, nah, shit sucks. Uh, <laughs> I can't drink your shit. You can yeah. just be like, oh, cool. Well, you don't you have got... to just choke it down and be polite. And yeah. Like, <laughs> you can be like, oh, this is enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It used to be like instant <sighs> coffee. Like, ah. Oh. Oh. even what we have discovered good instant coffee. The Korean stuff. Korean right? stuff yeah. is awesome. I mixed it with some, um, uh, uh, you know, my, uh, my powdered, uh, my freeze dried espresso. Mm -hmm. The, what's it called? I can't think of it. But I mixed it. I mixed that with the Korean coffee that day. Yeah, some strong shit. Yeah, yeah, I imagine that was good. That was real good. Yep. And they have that in little to-go packs. So okay, so I'm uh, ripping it, hooking it up, <laughs> man. <laughs> that's my travel. Go. That's <laughs> gonna be my travel coffee. Dude, <laughs> uh, like that's perfect shit. Like that's perfect for like an emergency kit. Like in the pinch. Like in the car. Like mm -hmm. oh fuck, don't have any coffee. Don't have time for coffee. Korean instant. Korean. Boom. Yeah. Oh. And you ain't get that on Amazon, man. Right. Bam. <laughs> Man, the one we had that one day it was like it tasted like a better double double from Tim Hortons. Like, it was so good, it was sweet. Yeah, I want to get Sean. I want to get Sean Daughtry's opinion on that. We gave him some. Oh yeah. I wanna, hopefully he tries it and was like, "What?" Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like we opened his world a little bit. <laughs> oh, with the coffee tonic for sure. Yeah. 
he was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> it was nice that a guy that interesting, with that varied of a life, we were able to give him a new experience. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That was really neat. Yeah. <laughs> and I'd say, well, like, yeah, just like interesting little bits like that, like cultural breakings of the bread, like, mm-hmm. uh, oh, this is, you know, from England and kind of weird and different. You may not have had it, and you liked it, so it was cool. Yeah, that was fun, man. But, yeah, I was, uh, I'm a little bit fanboy on that one. It was, he was, he's so interesting. He has a lot of interesting It was shit. just so neat, yeah. A cool, yep. accessible dude that's done that kind of shit. And who will it's, talk to you. And who like will, who will chat with you and just, like, hang out. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty freaking righteous like, hombre. That's fun, man. Like, we need to find more people like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like, he's first, you know, Big John's first, let's get it on. Like, that's super fucking cool. Yeah, what, like, yeah, what a great trivia. Like, yeah. he's, he is a trivia question. Yeah, yeah. like. Uh, feeling that like it's super dope yeah that was fun yeah he has, he has a lot of interesting I like a lot of his viewpoints on stuff and just yeah and obviously his approach to grappling <laughs> yeah his it's, actual it's, technical grappling is tight as fuck too yeah and very uh, refreshing and open minded yep yeah yep, I like uh, it so he was talking about his like spont- spontaneity spontaneity like as a teacher mm-hmm. and like um how he wouldn't necessarily like, say, like teach him a curriculum per se, but like um, his, his spontaneity and like that's sometimes how I do it and like that's how it's that's, comfortable to do that's it. That's pretty much like, all I do. And yeah, and I, like reaffirm that. Yeah. yeah, it was cool to see someone at a high level reaffirm that because yeah. you don't meet a lot of people that think that way. Mm-hmm. Like really, you're the only probably the only other teacher I've ever met that approaches that kind of game plan. Yeah. Of I don't necessarily have a uh, curriculum or I don't have a lesson plan for today. But I know sort of where we're going yeah, right it's now, like, I know and where I'm just gonna, at, and I know, I know where we're going. Like, yeah, and so I just I can make it up on the fly, and it's solid. Yeah, and it and it, fits, it can fit in. Yeah, and people can tie it into other things. And I it, think that's and it's not like you're making it up on the fly. There's no yeah. ums. There's no unsure. There, like that's a certain skill to be able yeah. to do that. I don't appreciate it as a skill because I've been doing it for so long. I think so too. And you see people that can't do it, and you're like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I like, don't you know granted. your basics? That's all it is. Yeah, I just, took it for granted for a long time. And yeah. I was like, oh, I'll teach you this. And then like, I started seeing people who were just starting teaching or instructing or whatever. They're writing every detail. And I'm like, damn, if I did that, right. I'd fuck up. I'd <laughs> fuck bad. Like, that class would suck. Because I, I tried that. that. I literally tried that once. Yeah. I did that one time, and it sucked. I did it for the first line of things, and then the next thing was fucked up. And I was like, this is done. I'm <laughs> like, eh, screw this. I got to go. I just got to, like, off the top of my head. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't appreciate that people can't do that, as I don't see it as anything weird, but it's kind of how I was raised. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, I just show up and have to do something, mm-hmm. so do it well, okay. And then, you know, I learned how to just puzzle piece it in my head, I can structure it, you know. And for whatever uh. reason, like, I always had the, the desire to be able to understand what we were doing on a molecular level so that I could explain yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, like, me was... too. I want to be able to explain it to a child. Yeah, and have them I want to explain it to a child and a... And uh, a freaking, you know... Fucking some random nope. dude, and then some... Yeah, dude. dude, I want to be able to explain it the same thing in all those different ways and get the same bit out of yep. it for everybody, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. And it comes down to just understanding mechanics and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I think that's what makes the difference with, like, instructors. Like, that's where it really shows. Mm-hmm. Experience level shows, like... Mm-hmm. And not, of, like, not just, like, The quality of experience. Yeah, but, like... The qual- understanding level. Yeah, and like that's like you've been in flow states for a long time to understand that this works this way and this motion. Yeah, because you got like. to start lateral thinking. You got to start piecing shit together that doesn't necessarily piece together. Yep. So I piece, I put biomechanics into everything, mm-hmm. 
and I'll piece in my exercise physiology and different psychology things and different like chemical chemical reactions in your brain mm-hmm. and all these stuff go into it and it turns into my basics yep. <laughs> but it all kind of but I think that turns into a very but you did all like the forward work on it so that you could boil it down for someone and give it to them but like that, that was always the goal right though. yeah 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 and that's like you do that too you drink it in and spit but, out something yeah but you, then you always you're always breaking it down and trying to find like the base pieces mm-hmm. like what makes this the most fundamental aspect of it yep you know and I think like a lot of I mean depends on what you're looking at but like a lot of submissions for instance like mm-hmm. it's a lever or it's a realistically it's almost always a lever or like just a loop closing like yeah it's a loop closing and it's a body control mm-hmm. like how do you, you basically just switch as much of yourself to them as yep. you can and, and either, then go yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah and I guess like part of it that's tough is like let your body people want to try and contort themselves and all these like crazy things like, yeah your like, body naturally wants to do this like, yeah let it do its thing let kind it of. do its thing yeah the Without, angle's there yeah just, you don't have to but you're trying you're trying too damn hard you're trying to do the whole thing in one movement when like this just needs to take you here and then the rest is easy like yeah so well, it's so funny like that is also um a mindset i think we have in common of most people it's a move yeah. It's yeah. a move, and you start here, and you go here, and you go here, and then you go here, and then yeah. you finish. Whereas, like something Sean was saying about he starts at the end. Yeah, and work back. Here's what we want to get, and that's how my mind works. Like, that's how he taught the class, and everyone was like, okay, this and everyone, works. And they didn't even realize they were just getting Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He was doing some pretty complicated shit by the end, but because yeah. everyone knew where they were supposed to go, mm-hmm. they were able to just kind of get there. Yeah. I, I like, loved watching that happen. That I, teach those, I teach those people all the time, so like I, yeah, I get to see that. So it was nice to throw an entirely different human in there. Mm-hmm. You know, like just on a Monday night, like it, it it's wasn't a random like Monday, a, yeah, yeah. It wasn't a special like yeah. Saturday. Seminar. It was like a your normal routine. Someone else is in it. See how they flow, and they did really well. I was really like, but that was impressive for yeah. him as a teacher, just to walk into a group of people he don't know and just freaking start rattling off killer shit. And they all got it. Yeah, and everyone was doing it. And now they're still doing it. And they it got too. it, and they retained it. Yep. And like, so he's kind of he's right. He's like right up our alley as far as thought processes go. Exactly. Like, and that's rare to find. That's that's why I think that's I why was so like I was innately like I got to get him into. I got to show more of him to people. Like, yeah. Like we got it. Like my one private with him. Like I can ankle lock as many people as I want. And people be like, oh, you just ankle lock me. I'm like, nah. Like he connected this piece that has made my stack of ankle lock Locks. material into a thesis of ankle lock. Like, yeah, it's yeah. made it into the full thing. Yeah. He took it off the back burner and made it into made a thing. very but, usable tool. But yeah, that that sort of reverse engineering thing. It's like why I always start with defense. Yeah. Like when I first started training with you. Like, the whole first year of training. I, I, I could have told you I wanted you to move more, but I knew what you were up to. So I was like, yes, that's your first base. <laughs> yeah, and, like, you totally understood it. You yeah. just let me do my thing. Yep. And I just kind of listened to you. And then when I would roll, I would just be like, nope, put myself in every, every bad mm-hmm. position. <laughs> yep. And just work my defense and learned it backwards. Yep. And then it, you know, it works. You know, cause now I know what I'm going for. <laughs> like, 
that's a good example of like where your background as a black belt and prior, prior martial arts experience like pays off dividends with another martial art or jiu-jitsu in particular mm -hmm. because you realize that if you could do these things and unlock these pieces that everything else everything be, else like, will unlock crazy. yeah yeah and also just knowing how i learn yeah which is yeah. something that took me a long time to figure out but you know going back to learning all those base pieces everything mm -hmm. i have an extensive education in education right so, so I could figure out my own brain, yep. but then also figure out how to teach people. And so, like, I've got a general pattern that I can apply. Mm -hmm. Start here, go here, and I'm fine. But it's a general pattern. It's yeah. not like hand placement. It's a very much, it's very much, yeah, just, I can plug it into anything because it's a concept. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> so, like, as a teacher, like, like, you're a teacher, I'm a teacher, we all do these things, but then, like, you think about other teachers who, like, are so set in that like curriculum mindset or like this way this this is what we're teaching and this is it like mm -hmm. that's not fun to me like one I've been in that oh. environment and like I've learned that way and it's I, not it's not fun to teach that way and it's not fun to learn that way yeah. you can't learn in you terms just memorize. of when I was like just a student and learning that way like that was my slowest progression oh like, that was my slowest absolute slowest mm -hmm. when I started to get really good was when I would go off on the side and start experimenting mm -hmm. and doing different shit because yeah everyone wants to they think the steps first and then you absorb all the steps and then you can be free yeah whereas in reality actually if you start free and you know it's like focus on progress not perfection yeah yeah because if you focus on progress first everyone the steps people see as perfection if i do all the steps right i'm perfect right but then if you think you focus you start from okay here's where i want to get to and you focus on progress then you're gonna fuck up a bunch of those steps but you'll get one and you'll get another and you'll yep. get another and then you'll learn it and you'll have multiple ways in and then the next level is, oh, now I understand the steps. Yep. And you're not memorizing them. You're actually understanding why the hell they're there. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to get people's brains to flip. Because, like, as an educational system in the United States, we very much are step-oriented. Yeah. Memorize this. Do this this way in this order. For this very people, standardized thing. <laughs> yeah, for this thing. Very few people start with, here's the goal. And now that's changing. Like in my daughter's elementary school, she does a lot of projects where it's just make your own steps, but I need you to be able to tell me them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, here's our goal. All right, how are you breaking that down? And there's a lot of just critical thinking being taught, which is very cool. Yeah, but um, So yeah, like, okay, like I was in the school system, what, about 10 years ago? Like, and yeah, that was yeah, roughly, still pretty fresh. Yeah, so yeah. Like, that was not the case. Like it was very it's much changed so. changed a lot. About, about, yeah, like I remember yeah. it. And I was thinking about this recently. I was like, if you just let half of the people think they way, the way they wanted to and, like, let them piece it's, that out themselves, like, you'll get to the same shit. You'll it, get to what you want. Yeah, if you structure it, you put it into a format where everyone can do what they want to do. Yeah, exactly. But and that's hard to do, especially in a formalized school system, because sure. you have to kind of set up K through 12 in that way. Yep. And so it's hard to sort of revamp that, especially, especially here where we're not really forward-thinking in that respect. We used to be. Right. Like, and then you know, it stopped. And then it stopped. You know, back like, into that. you know, like, how Japan does math? How to, like... Well, that, like, the way they teach yeah. math, the way they do it, you know where that was invented? Michigan State University. <laughs> yeah, they tried to get it to catch here, and no one would do it. But someone came over from Japan and saw a seminar that one of those people gave and was and like... Nuts on it. And, and was like, I really like this. Can you come? And I want to show this to other... And, like, and Japan just ate it up. Why didn't we jump on that? <laughs> no, there's a book called Building an A-plus Teacher. Mm. 
that um, a book, I'm building a book, and I I, I read um, and I, I need to read it again. So I have like I took good. notes on like half of it. I yeah. want to like finish it, finish taking notes on it. But yeah, that that's the history of it, and it's fascinating. That is interesting. And this um and then just the concept um, the, a lot of things that they did, but one of the really cool concepts was teachers observing teachers silently. Yeah, this is a big thing in Japan mm-hmm. that we need to do more in the states, but. Other teachers will come in and just sit at the back of the room and watch it. Watch a teacher teach, and they'll take notes. At the end of the week, they'll all do this with each other's classes. And at the end of the week, they'll get together and they'll help each other out. Yeah. Here's a cool thing you did. I'm gonna take that. We were struggling with this. Try this, and they help each other improve as teachers. Mm-hmm. But they don't like. They just go in the back of the room. Nobody knows they're there. Just and do your it, thing. So yeah, I think like. And, there's an actually cool Japanese term for it. I can't remember it now, but yeah. Feel like the weird insecurities in America would be like, oh, I'm being watched, I'm being micromanaged. Well, because that's how it's set up. Is they yeah. set it up as micromanaging and someone's breathing down your neck. Yeah, and that's not like you and not as a friends coming in to just help out. Not a colleague. And like, you're going to help them out too. Yep. It's too much of the the hierarchy. Yeah, you know, it's the belt rank thing. But like, know? yeah, also like, right. even as a teacher, like, yeah, you're leading a class and stuff, and you're like the leader position, but like. Again, it comes back to the open-mindedness. Like, why wouldn't you be open to seeing another teacher teach and then taking something from that? Or having another teacher some... behind the scenes give you some advice. Oh, fuck yeah. Absolutely. And just be like, you know, you were struggling with this piece? Try yeah. this. Yep. And it's, yeah, it changes everything, man. You get better. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. And, yeah, I don't understand, like, why people are really insecure about that. I guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess like, <coughs> now that I think about it, like, people might... They, just, they don't fail enough. Like, uh-huh. I failed so fucking much that, fail like, more, it just man. doesn't fucking... They fail in front of people. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, and if you fail in front of people, and, and that's the one thing I like um, about, say, YouTube. Of, um, say, my daughter's really into K-pop. Loves BTS. Mm-hmm. BTS posts practice videos of them learning their dances. Mm-hmm. They have these intricate dances. Like, their transitions are freaking beautiful, man. Yeah. Like, oh my god, they're good. They have seven dudes... And like everyone's taking a turn at the front, yeah. And they're all, and you can't like when they switch, it's not boring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's good. Like whoa, world of dance has really, really like influenced my head. But um, they'll post that, and you'll see them screw up, mm-hmm. and you'll see them like this takes a long time to learn, and then they'll post the good one, and be like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, that's a crispy one. And she watches them all the time, and she'll learn them. Yeah. She every morning, man, she's just picking a new song to master. That, but she and she's watching the fuck up ones. Mm-hmm. So she yeah, watches she the mess up ones where they're making, and mistakes. she knows they're freaking human. Yep. And sometimes she'll see him make a mistake and be like, "Oh, you know, he messed up there." But she'll see him mess up and keep going, and everything else is great. And he won't like one of the guys. They won't be mad at themselves. They'll just be done. They'll laugh about it. Skip it and go on. Yeah. And keep going. And it's it's very Absolutely. it's a very cool thing because it it builds a really good mindset. Yep. Uh, that you don't have to be perfect, and even if you mess up and you keep going, guess what? The show was still good. Yeah, yeah. Like, people just, will forget entirely about you fuck up. People probably rest. don't even notice it if you don't make a big deal of it. Yeah, if you're just like, oh. <laughs> yeah. It's, that's, I really like that. Yeah. Uh, I'm learning like a lot of like just right now is a totally unrelated like not unrelated but mm. it's different oh, skill. Like I'm learning drawing from Ooh. holster stuff and reloading and stuff like that. Okay. So, Stripping down to basics, like drawing sword, about man. How, yeah, talking <laughs> about how, like, where my 
fingers are on the gun, like how I'm gripping it, whatever. Like when I'm bringing everything, it's all straight lines. Where's your elbow entry in there? Yeah, like it's all, but it's all, if you look at it, like straight lines, very simple things. You're not like doing anything fucking crazy. It's all just in that same Mm -hmm. working space, right? So, but it just comes back to slowing it the fuck down, realizing when you fuck up, just continuing through, realizing, okay, I consciously did this, this, this. Yep. Do the next one, fix maybe one of those things. Boom, yeah. And then you start chipping away, like, fuck it up. Yeah, be present and cognizant when you're training. Yeah. Don't and, beat yeah. yourself up, like, when you fuck up. Yeah. I tell people, like, kickboxing, you're going to get hit. Knife fighting, you're going to get cut. Grappling, you're going to get tapped. It's fucking going to happen. It is what it is. <laughs> if it doesn't, you're not trying hard enough, yeah. obviously. Yeah, you're not um, letting yourself <laughs> go and learn if it's not. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh. like that's, it seems like that's the first speed bump for people like with their ego is like letting go to then that ego get fucked up, up and, man. yeah and like yeah. that's where you start is when you're, you're first fuck up and then you're you're right back up that's where you're starting <laughs> yeah. and you gotta be you gotta be okay with that with yourself yeah cause a lot of the people aren't gonna be they're gonna yeah. see you fuck up and they're gonna think less of you yep cause they haven't like they're not over that hump yeah and you gotta be able to get by that too. That's a, and that's you gotta be tough. the you gotta be okay with sucking in class, like getting yourself uh, to the point. Of like yeah, being okay with sucking is one thing, yeah. and then getting okay with having everyone else think you suck for a while, yeah. and then coming full circle to like uh, they're picking stuff up and they're just gonna use your style, blah blah blah. But yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, I very much have to explain to people when I when we drill, like I'm gonna screw this up for about five minutes. Yeah, like everything's gonna be wrong. Um, it's okay. I'm not going to worry about it. Yep. Like, you think however you want, but that's what I'm going to do. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, you know, then after about five minutes, I'm good. Yeah. You know, I start doing okay. <laughs> but then I think that opens up the door to, like, let the other person be like, oh, Yo. I'm a fuck up too, and it's going to be okay. Like, yeah, I make <laughs> that joke all the time. You learned it ten seconds ago, it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, <clears throat> when, like, say if I, like, teach a sequence or, you know, whatever. Like, oh, yeah, that's I, the... Then I'll always try to say, like, if you pull one thing from this, I'd like it if you pulled, like, yeah. the way you hold the belt. Like, yeah. one tiny like, fucking thing. You're not going to get the sequence from watching me demonstrate it three times. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to like, do it. We're going to spend an hour on this. And then, like, a year <laughs> from now, you'll ask me again, and we'll do it then. And we'll do it again, and you'll get a few more pieces. You'll get another piece, yeah. Yeah, it'll be okay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so it's kind of gone into a little bit of a teaching day. Yeah. Yeah, I've been fucking shit. I've been teaching all week, so I'm in teaching mode. I'm trying to the mode. Yeah. yeah, I can tell. I've been like a lot of. I've been teaching all day. Explanation. Yeah. So yeah, a lot of teaching today. So yeah, which I love. You know, that's, the, that's one of the hats I love to wear. Mm-hmm. It's fun. It's fun to get really get into it. You do that at different levels. Yeah. No. Like yeah. so, I had I was covering a self defense class this afternoon. Had someone who was virtually pretty new at it, and so like. It was, it was just nice to know that I can still be very pumped up about basic, weird, kind of random shit and explaining the same things that I've explained 10 billion times. Like, I still love it. Like, it's still the same, like, enthusiasm. And, like, yeah. I love explaining and giving people permission to, like, hit something or, like, do something. And, like, that lights up in their eyes. Like, that's what it's all about. Like, that is fun. Like, unlocking that in someone is tight. Hit it as hard as you can. Go ahead. Yeah, like the, with my kids yeah. yesterday, like I was teaching them like leg kicks, just like we were doing some kickboxing stuff, and yeah. they like would tap me on the leg. I'm like, nah, like 
let it swing through. Land of that. And they're like, a little bit hard. I'm like, nah, let it swing through. And then they're like, bam, they start, you know, cracking a little bit. I'm like, there you go. That's what it feels like to hit a body. Yeah, like, that's a proper hit. I didn't fall down, did I? I'm still here. So you yeah. gotta learn after. Okay, <laughs> man, you'll be fine. So, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, that doesn't hurt. I'm like, yeah, a little bit. But like, no. <laughs> not today, it doesn't. Yeah, not today. <laughs> you, it hurts, but, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just like giving people that kind of like permissive avenue to start to just because again like martial arts all that shit like comes down to just expressing yourself and doing some good shit for you and whatnot like yeah who would have thought there's stuff preventing you from letting that happen you know, there's a lot of stuff you gotta get through before you start to do that too mm-hmm. yeah, you gotta break down all those barriers man yeah you know, yeah and that it's just weird like i know no one else thinks about martial arts and jiu-jitsu like the way like we do and like you know you know we talk about like a lot of people who train probably don't think that way like uh, you know, like, or at least not yet let's put it that they way they will like, soon keep yeah, listening yeah exactly keep listening keep training you're gonna be like oh yeah. shit like start drawing parallels and be like oh man I'm in like <laughs> yeah. here we you, go I'm in I'm deep yeah. um, gotta go get that burr grinder well good <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> but yeah like um, I think everyone who does jujitsu like and like really takes it on like they realize like the size of the project they have in their lap you're like oh fuck like it really took a yeah. bite out of that huh <laughs> yeah, people people i think initially tend to think of it as a season or as a grade sure and they get through it there's my you know oh you can get that in a year like, hey, kind of if you do this i this, wouldn't, this, this. I wouldn't <laughs> think of it that way yeah um you know and yeah, that's yeah. interesting and it's hard to break through yeah it's definitely hard with the i mean jujitsu anyway the the way the bell system's set up like to get people to see past that mm-hmm. yeah get get over the rank and just <laughs> yeah. learn like there's good blue belts and there's really shitty blue belts yeah just because you have a blue belt on doesn't mean you're you good you need to be a knowledgeable yeah. effective blue belt like there's yeah. a difference and not just disappear when you get your blue belt <laughs> see i'm waiting i'm waiting on that right? i hope i don't disappear you know, just evaporate i think i'll be okay but put it on Start drifting off like Thanos got you. <laughs> oh, whoops, the snap. That's where all the blue belts went. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, teaching is just... That's like... One, like, hey, how I learn. Like, that's, I realized, like, especially recently, I don't know why I've been going through a phase of, like, saying profound shit that's probably only profound to me. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. And saying, like, these tidbits in Love class that I'm the only one that's and learning from. Them. Down, I'm like, damn. oh, fuck. Yeah. People like, what? Like, I'm like, all right. Give me a sec. Like, yeah. um, Why are you crying, Mike? Yeah, it's, like, it's okay. It's beautiful. Fuck. I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I'm so happy right now. Oh. Yeah, there are a lot of connections recently like that. I'm like, oh, yeah. That's cool. That's a cool place to be, man. Leveling cool. up like that. But on top of like leveling up like that, but not to say I'm not learning from sources, but like not have like someone over top of me saying that I need to be directing this way, this way, that way. Like, you know it's nice I mean? to have like, a little bit of freedom. Fuck yeah. It changes things, man. It's so good. good. Yeah. It's healthy. <laughs> it is very healthy. Uh, yeah. That's a topic for another day. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Well, yeah, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. I gotta get back to being a dad here. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta go pack for Outer Banks. Enjoy, man. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Oh. I was, it's it's not random because like we knew we were going for a while, but like I kind of forgot that we were going for a while and like popped up and I was like, oh, Outer Banks, we're going. Oh, dang, like, quick yeah. little retreat, sweet, like. That'll be cool though. So. Eat a lot of food, man. Yeah, chilling, like. Find that nitro coffee somewhere. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. You gotta have that. Uh. There's like this. I said it was a Facebook ad, but like 
Did you see it? it was like a coffee box club that rotates coffees to I, you every Yes, day? I you, saw you that gotta, on Instagram. I gotta look on look into that and see. I, I took the quiz. See if it's not shitty. Yeah. <laughs> see it's sent dope ass coffee. Yeah. I'm uh I'm interested but I'm a little scared. I am so skeptical of all of them. Yeah. Like not just skeptical, but like I'm scared of the addiction level. That's I don't drink enough coffee to justify that. But if I'm sharing it with someone, right? And maybe like, um, and like for the show and like reviewing it a little, thing. like that could be a thing. That like, could be a thing. But me. it could also be like, get the coffee. We need the coffee. <laughs> yeah, I need coffee. Just be bogged down by enough coffee. Oh yeah. man, that's why I don't. That's why I don't watch new TV shows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's too much. <laughs> so, it is yeah. definitely a possibility. Or like I think we could probably start with like all the jujitsu coffees, like all the jujitsu coffee companies. And I need. We need to get um. Oh yeah, that ju that jujitsu blend. The Ashi one. Ashi? Yeah, the Ashi one. That one, and then we need to get some coffee Kimura stuff. Yeah. Still have their. Uh, oh yeah, you gotta get those rash guards. Yeah, man. I have their discount code for that. Yeah, you gotta do that. Broke as fuck for a while, so I need to get. Ah, oh, like we'll go, we're going together do. on that one. Yeah, and we'll get some tight then, ass cat coffee bean ones, like. Yeah, and then we have to do like videos. Yeah. With those on. Oh yeah. That has to happen. Because. Yeah, that's coming. Then soon. there's another company that has tight ass gear that I want. Do oh, some cool! Videos and it's called Supernatural Survivor Survival Gear. Oh, right and you've on. probably seen some of their stuff, like, yeah. Um, but like Kent Peters and stuff, like it's his company, but oh, right they're on. dope for sure. Branching out, yeah, like it. I was like, oh, we'll talk about it off air. I'll set up her. Yeah, <laughs> their secrets off air. Their secrets, can't reveal the secrets. Yeah, um, uh. but yeah, like with, I think we just start. Because like that that coffee festival in Columbus is in September. Like yeah, we gotta that's go to that. one that we can really I think kind of zero in on like an event sort of and mm -hmm. do some stuff with that. That'd be tight. Expand out a little bit, get this going. Yeah, and just get like awareness. Uh, you know, get a little more popular. Yeah, yeah. I gotta more. do another round of sending stuff out. I sent a couple links out to some people yesterday, just like friends. But um, we have recently gotten a bunch, uh, quite a few new YouTube subscribers. Yeah. So I told I was post a couple posts like I posted on my personal Instagram where like hey have you freaking hit coffee regular yet go over hit yeah. sub yeah, I've been doing it on my personal Facebook because I, I, re I can never realize until now how important it was to have people like actually do the subscription part like mm -hmm. <laughs> for engagement purposes anyway mm -hmm. you know I'm like now I'm like on my YouTube page like subscribing to other people's shit and like yeah realizing that's a part of it too like, yeah I'm trying to like, go get coffee regular to subscribe to more people. But I was looking at our numbers on YouTube, and like, literally fifty percent of our views are unsubscribed. <laughs> are like, so I don't know where they're coming from. Yeah, yeah. But like, fifty percent of the views are coming from non-subscribers, which is cool, because yeah. we're getting out there. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, it's spreading slow. I mean, there's people in New Zealand and uh, got that one dude in New Zealand. Whatever, yeah. like. <laughs> one dude in New Zealand. Shout out to you, yeah. whoever you whoever are. You leave are, a comment. Man, and, you're fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're awesome. Tell all your New Zealand friends go down to City Kickboxing. And, Tell everybody there. <laughs> yeah. You got a place to train, you're coming to Ohio, dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll hook you up. <laughs> you got coffee and jujitsu taken care of. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look for more, um, hopefully just more. More types of content. Yeah, it's like different We're going to videos. Like, um, we're talking about some other things, figuring out ways to get it out there. Shit, we could probably start doing like a technique of the week thing, too. Like just a quick little fucking... Uh, you know, like some stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like a maneuver. You know, oh. We can do a lot of stuff with it. Yeah. So. Yep. Keep your eyes out for more coffee regular shit. Yeah, and, and we'll, in the uh, meantime, keep your coffee regular. Yeah. <laughs> peace in, everybody. Peace. See you.